This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. You love listening to podcasts. That's why you're listening to your favorite one right now. How about streaming music? Goes without saying, right? What happens when you combine one of the internet's premier streaming audio sites and your favorite Jabberjaw Media podcast? Gold, I tell you. Check out Adobe.com for some great streaming music. And every single Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m. is the Jabberjaw Media block featuring the Modern Vinyl Podcast and Break It Down with Matt Carter. That's just the beginning. Adobe will be bringing you more of what you want, great music, and great podcast powered by Jabberjaw Media. That's I-D-O-B-I, Adobe.com. Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Shiggity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, my fine metal friends. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. How are you doing? I'm Chuck. And I'm Godless. And this is your weekly examination of all things metal, the Metal Sucks Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed to this damn thing on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you know that it's coming right to your device every single Monday, and you don't have to go hunt for it. But if you do hunt for it, you know where to find it. MetalSucks.net every single Monday. Click on the podcast tab up at the top, and you can find all of our past shows and uh, peruse it at your leisure. It'd be uh, fabulous if you do. So we have plenty. We're uh, we're over 150 now. So that's technically three years of podcasting at this point that uh, you can go back and check out. And I think you might enjoy it. So find us there. You can also find us all over the social media and stuff. I am at Bearded Ape. I'm at Godless Speaks. Godless Speaks on Facebook and Spotify. And you can find us on Instagram at Chuck and Godless and ChuckandGodless.com. That'd be our Patreon if you would like to support us. We would appreciate it. We got a couple hey. of new supporters. Thank you very much. Yeah, Raised Godless Episode 1 is up and ready for you to listen to if you support us with Buck or more. Think about that. It's just a it's a quarter a show. 25 cents a show. I know it's 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 asking a lot, you know, blah blah blah. But hey, I'm hooking you up with other cool stuff. So, and, and Chuck will be too. So I I just have to like you know you got to send that stuff to me, dude, because it seemed like you had some problems like posting that stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just don't worry about it. Just yeah, that's what I'm here for. It's a, that, that, I, I'm the utility. I make things happen that way. But I a very good job. I thought it was pretty cool. Thank you, thank you. It's a, it's a, just so everybody knows, it's not me talking about my childhood. It's, it's my kid, like interviewing my kid, asking him about his uh, opinions on ra- being raised in a secular home. So how fu- how fucked what, up he is for being yeah. an atheist for a father, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. That's what happens when you uh, rebuke Jesus and, you know, you just start to go all a little insane. I, I understand. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty cool show. It made me think about, like, what can I talk to my daughter about? And then, you know, I put a microphone in front of her face, and she goes, "That's all I get. I don't get shit out of that." You know, I was like, "Your kid is like you. He talks a lot. Like mine is like just makes noises. I don't understand why she's that way, but it is what it is. Just like you." Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how I how I roll. Hey, uh, if you uh, are interested in buying tickets for sports and concerts online, you know, and you've done it before, right? You've had trouble because I've done it where I've gone to a website 
I've tried to buy tickets for a certain section for a certain show. I've gone through five different ticket windows. Then they have a timer that tells me I only have like 30 seconds to buy it now or else. And you understand that it is a pain in the ass to try to actually find tickets and get it all squared away in a convenient fashion. Well, SeatGeek has come along to make you make the entire experience a completely different animal for you, man. SeatGeek is different. They, I mean, it's it's an amazing app, first off. You know, so the website is, is the website's easy. The app is easy. It, it's, it's just kind of an all-around awesome thing for you to find tickets to whatever you want, whether it's that night, whether it's looking ahead months in advance. You know, I was checking out... Uh you know, I'm, I'm looking at the boys this summer, man. I'm looking at baseball games. I'm, I got to go see me a White Sox game at least once this summer because I need some baseball in my life. I really do. And I was checking out to, you know, when they're coming to Houston because they're, they're pretty close. And it was really easy to pull it up on the app and actually check out all the games that are coming up and look for it by team. So I don't have to go to like Reliance Center and find out which seats is going to be in the Reliance Center. when It's going to be on the schedule. None of that stuff. SeatGeek takes all of that stuff out of it for you. It makes it easy for you. So and they do the same thing with price, too, which is really cool because it's a price comparison for you. The searching multiple ticket sites uh, and they find the best possible deals on all the tickets for you. And SeatGeek wants to help you, uh, you know, by getting the most bang for your buck. Why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. So and when we're talking about a grade, it's not like an ABC. It's like a green, yellow, red sort of thing. So it's pretty obvious how this whole thing works. And what's cool is is that they're willing to give you a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. It's a lot like, imagine this, it's like you, me, Chuck, we're all hanging out, and Chuck and I like reach into our pocket and we hand you 20 bucks. This is what this is like, right? So you go, you, you download the SeatGeek app, so pull up your phone right now, you, you, you go to SeatGeek on Google Play or iTunes Store or whatever, download the app, go to the settings, and then click on add a promo code. It should be up on the top, maybe on the right or so. And then enter the promo code Metal Sucks, all one word, S-U-C-K-S, Metal Sucks. And uh, uh, SeatGeek will send you 20 bucks after you make your first purchase. You're welcome. So download the SeatGeek app now and enter Metal Sucks into the promo code today and uh, get yourself some tickets to whatever man we've got a good episode this week we got to, we're going to be talking to alex arian of despised icon they have reactivated uh and i got to catch like one of their first performances kind of back here in austin which was uh which was pretty cool uh and it was huge i was i i thought you know i was a fan when they were around before but i didn't realize like how much people kind of miss them and they weren't even gone that long which is really sort of yeah it was kind of like kind of strange actually but i mean people were really happy to check them out live again and then that's and it's very cool so they've got a new album called beast coming out we're going to play a track off of that and we're also going to of course talk to alex uh, during this episode we're also going to hear a new uh new song from uh bellacore is that right yeah, one of my all-time favorite, and I'm telling you, this is going to be on the best of the year list. It's such a great album. Well, this is one of those bands that every time anybody asks you ever what kind of bands that you like, you always put this band on your list. Like, yeah, I can't think how many times on the cruises that we've been on so far where it's like, oh, what about that metalcore? Anybody from Australia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, and we have to talk about social justice warriors because boy, howdy. Holy shit. You put wow, one article with the SJW in it, and holy, the metal fucking internet goes apeshit. 
<laughs> so we we got to talk about this, even though I don't know if I entirely understand what we're talking about. Yeah, if you set up a Google alert with the words metal and SJW, <sighs> you got inundated with shit this week. <laughs> yeah, you crashed your fucking Gmail account is what you did, because <laughs> holy shit. I mean, it's been it's been going crazy. So we can't neglect it. I mean, obviously, we have to talk about the things that are that are pressing like right now, man. SJW is social justice warrior. I think everybody's kind of got that by now. At least I yeah, hope anyway. Yeah, not, I, I don't know. You know, you know, you know. Uh, but, you know, I, do we even know what the hell that means anymore? Well, I'll talk about that toward the end of the show. But uh, and, but for that. Oh, man. I've got, to, I've got a long ass vacation. Week. No, vacation summit. I, I vacation. Have, so this is the great. This is one of the great concepts of like adulthood that like should like it should be like just common knowledge. There should be rules. There should be like a book on how to do this. The vacation summit. Well, <laughs> we were talking about this before we started recording. You're like, you got to talk about this on the show because uh, I don't think I I actually don't think it's this weird that weird, right? Uh, I take vacations and I'm pretty, I don't take them very often. Right. So uh, it's rare that I get multiple days off or even a week off in its entirety to do shit. Right. And then when I do, if I'm spending money, I want to make sure that I kind of maximize my value for whatever the hell it is I'm doing. Uh, what do you mean, whatever the hell it is you're doing? You do one of two things. You either go to New Orleans or you go to Disney World. That's pretty much how what I do, you know, for the <laughs> most part. But, the, you know, why why branch out too far? You know, I've been to Vancouver. I've been to a few other places and, and, and had some fun. Uh, but, you know, like I go to New Orleans and it's pretty laid back. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to drink and I'm going to eat. And that's about all I'm going to do. Uh, I might have I also plan like one thing that while I'm there that like I'm going to go on the ghost tour or I'm going to go on one touristy thing wherever I go. Right. Because uh, that's always just something. But that's really the only planning that I do. Now, the Disney World thing is a whole nother fucking animal. Uh, so basically what's happening is I'm looking at taking a vacation and this is for next year. This is like 2017 because I can't fuck I can't fucking afford it this year. Uh, it's like every other year for us because I got to save up for it. Uh, and we're looking at taking a vacation next year and I'm already sort of planning ahead for it because, uh, my best friend, uh, my buddy Jay, who all listens to this podcast. So um, I gotta be, you know, a little careful about how we talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, we're talking about bringing our families together to go do this as, as a group. And we've taken vacations together and, uh, and never had any problems because we all kind of see eye to eye on stuff. And it's sort of the same thing, but I've warned him and his wife at the same time, uh, about this because this is a different thing for my wife and I. And my daughter for the way that we do this, because if you if you're any familiar with Disney or theme parks or anything like that, you understand how much money that you spend when you do those things. Right. It's a lot of money. I mean, it's not like it's um, it's just fucking expensive. And that there's a reason I got to save up for a couple of years for it. Right. So. When I do it, it's like it, we go from 5 a.m. until like 2 a.m. every single day that we're there. And we got something planned for every fucking minute, every fucking meal. every like It's it's planned out to a T, how it works. And that seems like a bad thing for some people because you want to have flexibility and do all this other stuff. But the last time we went, it was perfect. Like it all played out exactly right. And, and you're worried that that Jay's gonna fuck your shit up. <laughs> I, you're worried. You're worried that he and his family are gonna like wake up at six thirty when they should be waking up at 
6.15. You're well, worried that, that you're going to meet up for lunch and have that table reserved for, what is it, 15 people or however many kids he's got. And then, like, <laughs> y- 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 they're going to show up 10 minutes late and it's going to blow. That sort of thing, it's right? It's all about expectations, right? It's totally about expectations more than anything else. And it, because, because, you know, it's like I, I want to make sure that everybody understands that that there's that there's a forward momentum and you cannot stop the forward momentum well when the loche family gets going on a vacation like this you do not stop the forward momentum uh right. you you go with it you can draft us you can get behind us and then roll with it but we are experienced at this we have been and and done this and we actually know how to maximize our time dollar money you know I, I I'm the whitest guy on the face of the earth, and I don't get sunburn in Florida in July. I've figured it out to a T how this yeah, works. You're going to inside to the the indoor roller coasters and the indoor shows at the time that the sun's out. Correct. Right? Like you've, yeah. you've got to figure it out. You know when the rain starts in Florida. See, you, you know you you've got these things timed out right. So this should be relatively easy. You've got it all mapped out like on paper and you can just like, you know, change the color of some of the boxes and go, okay, these are the boxes you guys are welcome to join us on. Now, you you know, we can make it a green box and we're expecting you or we make it a yellow box and that's when, you know, it'd be nice if you show up, but if you can't make it, it's okay. But like everything else is those are our boxes. Well, it's and it's funny because like I've taken vacations with other friends who are who are uh, planners, like you know, like heavy duty planners. And when it's like, let's go over here to this place, and it's a kind of a relaxing vacation. There's not much going on. There's not a whole lot of this. But that's when they have like all this stuff planned to a T. And it's like that shit is annoying to me. Like you know, we went to New Orleans for uh, my wife's fortieth birthday, and it was literally okay. We show up, we got the place. This is cool. What are we gonna do now? All right, let's go drink. I, you know, just and not knowing where we're going to go or not knowing where we're going to do like that's totally fine with me in a particular situation like that. You know, but this is there's only one time that I that I'm like this extreme about anything when it comes to vacationing. And it's it's fucking Disney World, because I, I what I know. think is really interesting, though, is the is the part where you guys have to sit down and have a summit to, like, discuss the rules ahead of time. That that to me is awesome. That that should be like. You know, there's any. T- See, I love going on vacation with other people. We went on vacation to Vegas with uh, some great friends of ours. Uh, believe it or not, they, well, they like my wife. I don't know if, how much they like me. <laughs> we all went. We all went to Vegas, and and we had a great time. But it was really kind of cool because it was like, hey, no offense. I'm going to sit at a poker table alone for 12 hours at a time sometimes, and that's how it goes. And But we're going to definitely hang out here at this time. We're yeah. definitely going to hang out here at that time. And the rest of it, if we're hanging out, cool. And if not, it's cool. You know, we went and saw the Penn and Teller show and, uh, and you know, together. I had a great time. The kids hung out together at the hotel. But, you know, it was great. But that's what the summit is about. That's, that's it's setting yeah. it's setting the expectations ahead of time, you know. Because right. if they didn't expect you to not be around for twelve hours at, at at any jaunt because you were playing poker, I'd be like, "Well, fuck that guy. Why the hell is he not doing this?" As long I as I usually get that anyway. Well, but as long as the expectations <laughs> are set, then they got no reason to bitch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I mean, that's the whole thing is that it's all about it's all about setting those expectations ahead of time. Now, yeah, I even I even got like to the point where like, okay, I'm gonna be in the aria playing poker, and if you come by. 
by to like just like say hi. If I'm up, I'll get up from the table. I'll come say hi. I'll show you how much money I've made and everything's good. But if I don't get up and come over, it's because I'm losing and it's nothing personal. You know, <laughs> those, those are the kind of details we got to get into here. Yeah, you know? Right, 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 right. Uh, and and two, the the other thing is like I'm looking at it as as a negative as far as like the way that I treat vacation. But at the same time, though. I really think that it could be looked at as a as a positive more so than it's like, look, yeah, I know that there's going to be a lot of money spent. So at the same time, if you follow these sort of things that we do, because we've had a child who we didn't feed at the proper times. And next thing you know, you're fucking crying and your feet are wet and you're fucking it's miserable. You know, you got to make sure that you plan things out. So like around the kids and anything like these are the things that you got to do to keep everybody happy. And we had that experience already. So I, I look at it as a positive to go, hey, by the way, if you follow some of these things, then you're going to have a better time, you know, because it really that's that's ultimately what it's all about is like you don't want to fucking ruin your vacation, you know, for anybody. The last thing anybody wants to do is wind up spanking a kid at Disney World. You know, it's like this, you just shit. <laughs> that's a bad day. <laughs> that's like parent of the year award. That's I know, so right? Awesome. It's like, oh, damn it. You don't want to be that kid. You don't, you don't want to go there, you know? So if you and if you can stack your cards in your favor to make sure Isn't that it, those things don't happen, you might as well do it. I, I mean, I would think like at Disney World, there's like so many other ways you could punish your child because there's so many options there. I mean, you could say, you know, like, shut up or I'm going to feed you to this alligator, you know, and that, oh, that, that should work, you know? Oh, oh too soon. Oh. <laughs> That's brutal. No, no. I mean, no. I'm, the the problem is like, okay, we're gonna go back to the room. It's like, yeah, but the room has got like fucking cartoon shits on the wall, and it's all blah blah blah. You know, so I mean, it's not like. And I think everybody there, like you say, is we're everybody's there to have a good time and have fun with their family and stuff. So you know, it's one of those things where you want to punish them, but it's like, yeah. Oh, they're just tired. They're just exhausted. Da, 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 so da, how do you da. think Jay's going to react in this summit? He knows you inside and out. And he's totally. heard you talk about your, you know, Disney fetish yeah, and all totally. that. So, you know, I, I, that's going to, that should be a really interesting, but yet easy negotiation. It'd be much tougher if you were to go oh, on vacation yeah, yeah, with yeah. like, you know, me and my wife, you know, I mean, uh, how we roll is going to totally fly in the face of that because we're not going to fucking Disney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I like heavy metal and, you know, cartoons and shit. You know, it's like <laughs> things that I love, man. It's all good. Pixar movies and shit. No, it's I, I think, he's you know, it's it's one of those things. I think that I think they uh, they understand. I think this is more for us than it is for them. You know what I mean? Like, it's like we we need to make sure that our piece is said because I don't want to upset anybody with the way that I roll. You know what I'm saying? Especially my my best friends. So it's like I want to make sure that it, that I'm that I'm clear because it's like just want to be you know, everything above board. You know what I'm saying? Well, if if you're selfish about your vacation and they're selfish about their vacation, everybody's going to have a great vacation. I hope so, and I think that's yeah. the the whole point. You know? I think the moment that one or the other starts accommodating, then you know that's when things get 
you know, messed up. And, you know, the cool thing is technology exists. Uh, you know, Jake can text you and go, we're not going to make it in an hour. So just go on without us. And everybody's cool because at least, you know, and, you know, the expectations once again, there's strong communication, you know. Actually, there's like an app where you can input everybody's stuff into it in the park yeah, and you I can like see exactly where they are and you can track where everybody is and all that. stuff. So that. Dude, there's like, trust me, I know all the ins and outs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking frightening. Somebody uh, should have put a tracker on Despised Icon for a few uh, years. Tell you what, dude, they disappeared for what two years, three years, <laughs> something like that. The, the, well, they just kind of went on a hiatus, popped out a couple of kids, and uh, came back. At least that's uh, you know according to Alex. Well, let's hear it directly from that dude, Alex Arian, on the Metal Sucks podcast. <laughs> Alex, what's going on? It's uh, Chuck and Godless from the Metal Sucks podcast, man. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good, dude. How you doing? Um, good. I'm. Uh, this sounds bad, but I'm eating a burger right now. Do you think we can <laughs> awesome. do this in? Is this live or what's? Uh, yeah, you're live. We, you're going across the world right now. No, no, not not really. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, Alex. Can I ask you, like, what toppings? What toppings what do, do you, you prefer on your hamburger? Right now, I got hot sauce. I got banana peppers and jalapenos. It's pretty it's, tight. It's not some of that sriracha bullshit, though. Is it like? Is it? Well, no, it's the real deal. Okay, cool. All right. As long as it's not any of that crap, you're fine. <laughs> can, can can we do this in 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 15 minutes? Would you mind calling me back? Yeah, I'll buzz you back about 15. Hey, right, dude, you did much. you eat the? Do you eat the fries first or do you eat the fries after? This is an important question. Yo, onion rings. Oh, score! <laughs> Those you can eat like two days later. It's all good. <laughs> True, but uh, yeah, I ate them first. All right, cool. We'll buzz you back here in a minute, man. All right, thank you. Talking a bit. Bye, right, dude. <laughs> We're leaving that in. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Hello. All right, trying it again, dude. <laughs> all right, fellas, just ate my last pickle. <laughs> Score! Oh. oh my god! Not now you're stuffed and happy and ready to roll. <laughs> Sorry to keep you guys waiting. Uh, it's all good. I had always heard that like all those hot peppers and stuff. Like the the real value of them is that they like almost like burn up all the bad stuff in your guts. True. I, I mean, yeah, I never really thought of it that way. I just like the way they taste. Yeah, what's a dude? What's a dude from Montreal like doing eating like jalapenos and shit? I mean, I I, I didn't think that was like uh, allowed like, north of the border, man. Dude, that's why I enjoy touring America. All the spicy <laughs> stuff, all the burrito joints. I mean, there's Kevin. Is there a Chipotle in, in Quebec or Montreal or nothing? Or yeah, there's only one Chipotle in Canada, and it's in Toronto, which is. 500 kilometers away so that's what 300 miles away for you guys oh man well alex is eating his burger at tim hortons so (laughs) (laughs) no 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 they don't do burgers yet (laughs) oh well well i caught you guys uh the last time when you played uh independence fest this year in austin texas so i i'm kind of versed in the uh spicy food i kind of know where you're coming from oh wow that was a good show, by the way. That was fun. Not our tightest set, unfortunately, but uh, loads of fun. I mean, it was a banger. Like you could tell that that there was a lot of there's a good vibe going on in that room. Definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, we used to at some point, you know, touring just became a full time job, and now it's it's cool to be able to take a step back and just 
you know, just do random one-offs and like short runs here and there. That way everything's super fun. We don't feel, we don't pressure ourselves anymore with like the business or being efficient or being like a working band. We're just uh, back to have some fun. <laughs> yeah, but does that make that even harder to maintain? I mean, like the tour, you have to keep jobs at home. You got to keep doing Like everybody's got to keep something going on. I mean, it's definitely complicated. Uh, I play in another band. The rest of the guys are all family men now. They all have. I don't know what two kids on average. Uh, they all have you know decent jobs that they don't want to jeopardize with the whole touring thing. So we're just trying to make it happen and do you know a little best of both worlds essentially. But uh, it's been complicated, and also there is quite a lot of jamming involved because you can't be in a death metal band and just you know pause for like months at a time and then play a show. There's you know you got to rehearse. But what's cool now is we actually. Before, it used to be a chore, and now we could actually just go to my drummer's place, you know, chat, have a couple beers, and actually, it feels like the the, the good old days. I don't want to sound overly nostalgic <laughs> and shit, but yeah. it's, it's, it's a good feeling. You talked about, like, the reasons why you guys decided to break up, quote-unquote, even though it's only been, you know, a couple of years here. Uh, but you, you talked about, like, oh, they wanted to start a family, they wanted to do this, wanted to do that. But I always felt like there was something else going on there. Were you guys, am I picking up on something right there, or is it just, is it literally just that? Fuck, I'm trying to read between the lines right now. What are you implying? Come on. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it's like, did, 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 uh, did Steve want to like. you got um, called out, man. That's awesome. You got called out. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to decide whether or not, you know, like Steve wanted to start singing instead of screaming or if, uh, you know, like, uh, you, you know, you wanted to take a different, like, is there some other shit going on there, you know? No, I'm the one that sold out with the clean singing, not Steve. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like we were saturated, like there, there's like a little spark missing and, and, you know, to be honest, I, I, I would have kept going, but the majority of the band were just done with it at the time. And I didn't want it to be, you know, Alex and the despised icons and ultimately just be a cover band, you know, certain bands do it, they pull it off good for them. And, uh, you know, but I, I just didn't feel comfortable in that setting. So I just had to learn to let go. And for a hot minute there, I sort of convinced myself that, yeah, I, c- I could do this nine to five thing. This is, and then like a couple of months later, I started another band, and 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 that's that. But uh, here we are, you know, fast forward six years later, and we get to I get the opportunity to do it all over again with my friends, and it's it's cool. But there must be like when the rest of the guys are going, eh, I'm, I think I'm done. You would spend so much effort and time trying to build this band up, and for the for them to pull the rug out from underneath you, that's got to be tough to swallow, like a burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it was, it was a little rough to be honest. Like, uh, the band was more or less ten years old back then already, so when that's all you've been doing for 10 years and it, it sort of becomes part of your identity. So I had to just relearn how to just be Alex. And, uh, but it, it's cool, man. Like, uh, the younger bands out there, they need to prepare for like life after music. Cause it's, it's a lot different. I don't know how to quite describe it. Well, it sounds like you're also life during music too. Cause I mean, like if you're going to maintain even how you guys are doing it now, there's got to be some kind of you got to have something going on either a job or, or a job or you know whatever you got to have something going on you know it sounds like the other guys have, you know like you guys have got you know careers at the same time as you have a career in music definitely i mean uh, for for uh, i'm kind of the odd one out like uh 
uh, being in another band, and I'm also very involved in the you know band management and business side of things, and and so it, it does take up a lot of my time. That being said, uh, being in the studio with both bands at the same time, worst idea ever, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just been taking up so much of my time that uh, uh, I haven't been touring much in the past nine months or so, so spending that much time at home. Uh, right now, I'm, in, I'm with my friend Kevin. He's also in a band, so he... He knows, you know, he knows the game, and he offered me a job, and and so it's my first job in six years, and uh, and uh, he's laughing at me right now because I actually quit last week. <laughs> it's too much, but uh, yeah. By the way, Kevin plays in a band called Ion Dissonance. They're working on a new record right now, so. Keep an eye out for that shit. Oh, I know those guys. Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you gotta yeah, plug him because he's now he's got to go through the hassle of trying to refill your position. Man. <laughs> yeah, we were just discussing that earlier. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying so, to stay on his good side right now. <laughs> <laughs> what was it you were doing for him, Kevin? What am I doing? Like invoicing? Essentially, I was supposed to do like customer service, uh, doing orders and whatnot. But I'm just. Uh, Essentially, uh, we sell uh, dehumidifiers and, and ACs and whatnot, but uh, truthfully, I don't know shit about any of that, so like, uh, I, I haven't really been doing much of the customer service side of things, but uh, I pull my weight. I, uh, I do stuff. I was going to say, so Kevin, so Kevin, yeah, Kevin let you go is what you're saying, is what happened. Yeah. No, no, he didn't let, no, no. <laughs> See, that's, right, a, that's a tough part. For a moment. We might have to talk to Kevin when we're done because he's got to be like, man, I can't kick out the guy in one of my favorite bands. I can't no, fire no. him. No, he he doesn't care about the band. We're just uh, friends. We were roommates for five years. Uh, we go way back. Right on. He's got my back. That's cool. That's so great. what were you saying about it being a really bad idea to record two uh, bands at the same time in the studio? Well, right now I have, like, I don't know, two dozen songs in my head. I'm very involved on the creative side of things and the whole writing process and whatnot. And, and uh, uh, as far as, like, recording goes, I'm kind of slow. I'm very picky, and I record and re-record stuff. And uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I'm, I'm almost done with this new Obey the Brave record, and then uh, I get to do stuff. I want to do stuff this summer that has nothing to do with music, you know, try to disconnect a little bit. But it's... Uh, definitely a lot of work and, and as i said just uh it's not just writing and recording it's all the you know all the stuff you got to do in the background you know organizing and coordinating the whole thing so it's uh definitely been a handful but uh i enjoy the challenge right on. see i would think before you go in the studio you got a like a pretty firm idea of like what your vocal delivery is going to be on every song or do you go in and let the recording process be its own animal <clears throat> No, I, I have a very precise idea of, of what I want and what I need to do, and, and often it's it's not necessarily very realistic, but that's how, you know, I, I normally push myself, and if I can't pull it off, I do it until I can actually uh, pull it off, and that's how I improve, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> See, I set my size really high, and when I can't achieve them, I blame others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Maybe I've been doing some of that. Um, <laughs> for as far as Obey the Braves' uh, record is concerned, the producer is in Florida, and we're in Montreal, Canada. So I've sort of been... Uh, no, no, I, I don't want to go that far. Never mind. 
<laughs> I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to go on record and say shit right like that right now. <laughs> Anyways, oh, oh. sorry, things are oh. going really funky there. <laughs> no names, no names. It's, uh, all, it's good. all good. It's all good. Well, I mean, you got to be you got to be pretty damn close with Beast. I mean, like it's got to be almost there, right? <clears throat> oh yeah, no Beast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're talking was, about Obey the Brave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My bad. I don't want to get both confused. But uh, yes, uh, the Spies Icon is uh, is done. I mean, we didn't know what we were doing, truthfully. We played a couple of reunion shows in 2014 and 2015, maybe 50 shows uh, in about two years or so. And, you know, most of them were festivals, so festivals are cool. They're, they're pretty laid back. You, you just show up, and you, you don't have that little stress of, like, having to actually draw people because there's a bunch of killer bands with whom you're sharing the stage. And then when we were in a headlining scenario, we were like, all right, is anybody going to show up? And then those shows were actually sick, and that sort of gave us the kick in the ass that we needed to maybe try and write a couple of songs. We were like, yo, we're having a good time. Those shows were tight. Um, you know, how about we do this, like, uh, independent five-song EP, you know, and that's quickly evolved into a full length on, on Nuclear Blast. So, uh, I mean, we just uh, sat down, started writing, didn't think anything would come out, and next thing you know, couple hours later we already had uh you know our first uh our first song written which actually we're gonna drop this friday it's called the aftermath i'm I'm anxious to release that song but uh normally when i talk for a while i forget my train of thought so i don't even know what the question was right now (laughs) (laughs) why not back on century media uh i don't i i don't want to be on century media I don't know. They uh, they uh, they helped us out quite a lot, uh, but uh, um, I don't know. Again, it's stuff that I'm not comfortable discussing publicly. Oh, but uh, what all I right, was, well, you got to give us one. You got to <laughs> if, you, if you're not going to say shit about your producer, you got to say some shit about the label. I mean, truthful. Okay, all right. Uh, we signed our deal with CM uh, 12 years ago. We were young and foolish, and you know. Even though it said on the contract, you must see a lawyer, you know, we highly recommend it. We didn't see a lawyer, and we got a shitty deal, and, you know, we kept silent this whole time. You know, they did do, do a lot for us, and, and I appreciate that, but uh, I don't know. With Nuclear Blast, it's a whole other story, and I feel like we, uh, it, uh, you know, the deal we got actually reflects all the hard work and time we put into uh, into this project, and... So, uh, yeah, moving forward. Yeah, that's a good lesson learned, though. I mean, that's good for anybody yeah, to hear. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, definitely. I, I would advise, you know, all the young bands out there, uh, get a lawyer, you know, have your contracts <laughs> checked yeah. out, uh, get everything in writing, always get everything in writing. Apparently, someone's word isn't worth much nowadays as far as, like, this business is concerned. So, yeah, get everything in writing. Make sure you check your shit out. Learn was it something mistakes. to do with the masters? <laughs> was it the masters? Is it the the compensation, or what was it that ended up being? Truthfully, uh, our our A&R told us that uh, it was one of the worst deals that he had seen uh, with the label in in, in quite some time, and uh, he told he told us uh, years later. So we were like, yeah, I kind of suspected that, but uh, again, I don't want to just say negative stuff because you know they they did do a lot for us and and you know we were a young band back then and we hadn't sold you know a hundred thousand records or anything or 
I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to read any headlines and then have them hit me up and being like, "Motherfucker!" Well, so, it won't be uh, our fault. Yeah, it'll be my fault. <laughs> it'll be their fault. What are you talking about? That's they're the one that struck a shitty yeah, deal. They, yeah. they started it. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. feel bad about that anyway. I mean, if they it, they should have, uh, you know, when you have a really bad contract, the label everybody's got an opportunity to go. Hey, you know what? Look, I, I fucked you because you know I thought you were cute. Now you know I do want to marry you. So let's get this right. You know what I mean? They had that opportunity. True. Yeah, there's loopholes left and right in that agreement, unfortunately. So we've sort of got the short end of the stick. But, uh, yo, moving forward, 2016, nuclear blast. We got Beast coming out in like a month. And, you know, that's what I want to focus on. Yeah. And nuclear blast been good, like feels good, feels like a better fit, feels like everything's moving in the right direction for you guys, right? It feels amazing, man. You know, we, you know, they, they come out to our shows. They hang out. Uh, they're, they're very artist-friendly uh they're genuinely supportive of our music either that or they're great actors but i can't tell but like they <laughs> genuinely uh they've they've been treating us real well man i i mean it's it's one of my favorite labels you know i mean they have fucking flair and Hatebreed and mashuga and all those bands so it's it's quite an honor and it's uh definitely a motivating factor in our band you know uh we're already tossing ideas left and right for new material I know I shouldn't discuss this right now because the current record isn't isn't even out yet, but uh, it's definitely motivating. Oh come on, man! You 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 won't talk shit about the producer. You barely <laughs> talk shit about the label. Now you're not going to tell us about the new material. <laughs> I'm just I'm just old and wise, and I've had shit blow up in my face a lot. That's what's up. <laughs> He's like, I've been around this block yeah, before. New material. If you want to scoop my uh, my drummer is. Uh, Actually, it's not that funny. I don't know. He he has this thing where it gets really cold here in Canada, and he like doesn't really wear any winter jackets. I don't think he owns a winter jacket. He likes to you know wear a hoodie when it's minus twenty outside. And so people at work have nicknamed him the Iceman. So that's probably going to be a song title for uh, you know our future, uh, an upcoming release for this record. Uh, the song I wrote after him is "Grind Forever." I thought it was fitting, but uh, yeah. Whatever, little stories like that. <laughs> so, if you guys had gotten a really good deal the first time around, what, do you think there would have never been a hiatus and a, 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 a breaking up of the band? Uh, no, no. Uh, we had reached a point. It wasn't about money or anything. It was just I don't know. We all started out in the '90s, going to hardcore shows, death metal shows. We were like, we were truly passionate about all this. You know, we wanted to make music for a living, and we did for a while. But at some point. It just became too much. Uh, in 2010, we were all uh, pushing 30 or early 30s. And uh, at some point, you know, you want to, I don't know, try other things. And, and I don't know, it's just uh, part of the magic was, was gone. I, I know it sounds super cheesy, but that's, that's how it was. You know, it didn't feel uh, all that special anymore. You know, they, people, you know, from, you know, the team are pushing you left and right to be as productive as possible and always be on the road. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you're missing out birthdays and 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 special events and and all this stuff that you have back home with your friends and family and uh we just want to experience uh, other aspects of life i guess and we were just burnt out that that's that's the real deal it has nothing to do with the label or anything you know we we still had a good relationship with the label it's just you know we're just never ever going to see any of that money but it is what it is it's funny because i had written down here that i was going to bust your balls on you guys being marketing geniuses for breaking up the band and then coming back and about the time it takes a lot of bands to record their next album 
but instead of it being like oh the next album now it's like oh my god they're back but it almost is like it's almost like internally that marketing worked <laughs> you guys are excited just like your fans are excited yo i mean right now we, we we're not relying on this band to pay for the bills and that's that's awesome that means that this can stay fun you know this uh you know we're still very much committed but uh it's not overbearing so that's that's what's cool and Hey, if you want to credit me or us as marketing geniuses, I'll take it. But, uh, you know, it had nothing to do with that, really. As I said, man, we've been doing this forever. And before we were in, even in, in this band, we were in other death metal bands. And before those bands, we were going out to shows and whatnot. That's that's who we are. That's, that's what we do. So just good to be back, essentially. Yeah. So why are, uh, why, are, why is everybody else in the band a breeder and not you? Oh, dude, I... No, no, I... I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe I'm missing the train. I don't know. But, uh, not in the cards, or are you just like still still want to do the keep it loose with the with a couple of bands and, and do it that way? Yeah, no, I like mean, the women. Uh, essentially, I would like to settle down and, you know, have a kid at some point. But I think I'm going to be one of those grandfather dads where, you know, you show up to some school reunion and it'd be like, oh, cute, you brought your grandfather. And I'll be, nope. I don't know. Uh, Do you just say right you're going to be creepily I, I, hanging around elementary schools as an old man? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, uh, that's wow. the headline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember, I'm 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 a French Canadian. There's a language barrier. Maybe that I didn't. Maybe that didn't come out right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just got to get this music thing, you know, not out of my system, but I I, I don't know. For now, this is what I got to do, and yeah. I'll think about the whole family thing later when the timing's right, if the timing's right. We'll see. Do you look at everybody else and go, oh, man, how do you do it? Or do you, is it one of those things like, oh, man, that's really cool? Oh, there's people, uh, kids. I don't know. Nowadays, I just hate going on Facebook because it's just a bunch of baby pictures and, like, uh, the status updates on the kid's first poop and the kid's first walk and the kid's first I don't know what. And yeah, that's, that's cute, but uh, I don't know. Man, I'm just jealous. I don't know. I don't want a kid right now. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> it is it is funny how like you know, like all of you know, you get that social circle and everybody dates around the same time, they get married around the same time, they breed about the same time, and then their parents die about the same time, and then oh. they get divorced about the same time, and then we all retire about the same time and die. You know, I mean it's really, really sad the last half of it, you know? I mean, what I do enjoy is running into some of those people and then they'll be like, Yo, that's sick, you're actually still doing your thing and and then they start to reflect on their own own lives openly, and they're like, "Oh, I shouldn't have rushed into things, you know. I wanted to be this, or I wanted to do that, and uh, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, uh, but you're still chasing the dream, man. It's good. I mean, actually, you're kind of living it in a way. I mean, because you guys are are kind of at the. What's weird is even after this hiatus, it's still pretty much at the top of your game. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I I I don't really get it truthfully. I mean, the music is. It's pretty extreme, especially with this new record. I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, you get older, you're more mature. A lot of people expect you to soften up a little. And I feel like this record is really actually very extreme. But uh, I, I don't get why that many people are into it, considering the, the amount of blast beats and double bass drums and growling and whatnot. But, uh, hey, I'll take it. And, and I appreciate the support. As I said, it's, it's, uh, it's a motivating factor, uh, definitely. 
if I had to do it all over again, I would just maybe gone into hip hop and actually make a decent living out of it. But uh, I've gone this far, so there's no turning back. You can always cross over, man. You know, just like you know, bring blast beats to hip hop, and then we, you know, got something really kind of crazy going on. Maybe, hey. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll cut yeah. you a percentage if I ever if I ever do it. I'll credit you. Uh, or bring, bring, the idea. bring the Bree Bree over to over to hip hop. It'll be all good, you know. <laughs> I don't know. That would be sick, though. That would be sick. Truthfully, I could listen to like uh, hip hop or trap music and and headbang the same way that I would listen to I don't know Devourment or Waking the Cadaver or bands like that. It's very groove oriented. I like it. You know, that's that's uh, that's definitely a big influence on us. There, we have a song. The Spies has a new song. Uh, on the record uh, that's uh, entitled uh, Bad Vibes, and it sort of sounds like a, a Drake beat. Hmm. <laughs> so people are going to hate it, but no, it's actually it's actually pretty cool. It's it, it's it's got sort of a, like obituary sound, but somehow we we sort of match the written section to that Drake beat, which I, I won't say which, but uh, pretty sick. Alex, have you ever been in a long term romantic relationship and then broken it off for a little while and then gotten it back together and, and it's like it feels even better than the first time because there's a little bit of a different kind of vibe to it? You mean with the same chick? Yeah. Or yeah, I mean my my girlfriend right now we uh we originally met uh when was it? Uh 7 years ago, but it was sort of like too early back then and I didn't want a relationship and we weren't ready and here we are now. Uh fast forward a bunch of years later and we've been da- we sort of our paths crossed again and we've been dating for two years almost two years and about a couple of days or so so i'm sensing a pattern here (laughs) i i think i think the make love the alex arian way it should be like an awesome bestseller because i mean you got you get what i'm saying do you see the connection i've just made for you wow (laughs) do something awesome and then take a four-year break and then come back and do it again it'll be even more awesome (laughs) I'll break up with my girl tomorrow. And- oh, that's already done. You're, you're already there. No, you're, you're, on already the, you're, on, you're, you're on phase two. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm confused. That's all good. Well, dude, Alex, it's been good talking to you, man. I can't wait to hear the, everybody hear the rest of Beast, man. It's uh, it's definitely a banger. I think you guys have, uh, have, have tapped back into what you guys have uh, been doing for many, many years, man. So congratulations. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I, I uh Especially coming from you guys, I feel like you you hate on a lot of bands. So thank you for being <laughs> kind and stuff. And uh, unless you actually hate us too, but uh, no, I, I feel like. Uh, anyways, I'll shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, I, th- I think you I think you're good. No, keep keep on going, man. <laughs> All right, fellas, I gotta get back to work. Otherwise, Kevin is gonna bust my chops. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for taking the time. Oh,
through the 17th at Toyota Park featuring in their only U.S. show of 2016 Rammstein Slipknot Disturbed Chicago Open Air Festival Music, Craft Beer, Gourmet Man Food Three Days, Over 40 Bands Also featuring Five Finger Death Punch Chevelle, Meshuggah, Breaking Benjamin, Marilyn Manson, Of Mice and Men, Killswitch Engage, and many, many more. Floor, stadium, and VIP ticket packages are on sale now. Visit ChicagoOpenAir.com for more information. Chicago Open Air, Toyota Park, July 15th through the 17th. Fueled by Monster Energy Drink.
brand new Bellacore. The song is called Roots to Sever. This is going to be on my best of the year list, almost guaranteed. They have returned with an even better album, Vessels, than their last one, which is uh, Of Wrath and Bone, I think it was called. And I love that album. This one is is stepping it up once again. It's emotional. It's wrenching. It's symphonic. It's Amana Marth. It's awesome. I I don't think I'm not not completely sold yet. I'm not completely sold on it yet. And I don't know why it's got a lot of elements of things that i like you know and i like a lot of parts of it but i'm not sure if i like the whole yet maybe i just haven't spent enough time with it yeah my my latest thing is like making fun of albums that are growers you know because it's like mm. screw you i ain't got time for it i think maybe i'm predisposed to bellacore because i love the last album so much yeah but like i hear this thing and i go uh i love it and it's gonna grow you know and that yeah. that, that that's kind of cool well you know and, and and liking it in the beginning is something that's that's worthwhile like once you yeah. at least sort of like it you know that's gonna go a long way to making it grow on you as well so uh, I don't know. I'll have to see. I'll have to see what happens. I obviously, you know, with the 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 layout of this one, it's like, boy, that's a hard one to play on my radio show. <laughs> Eleven minute songs and Long stuff like that. Yeah, the structure song. is weird. It's like, yeah, Amata Marth, though, good reference. Though I think that actually is pretty pretty fitting to what I think they're doing. That was my in my brain, and then I didn't let it out until it had come out of your mouth first. So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's what I hear. It, it sounds like a Monomarth, but without like the pop song structure, you know, without the verse chorus verse thing that the Monomarth does because they do that really well. Uh, you know, if there is such a thing as a pop metal song, I don't know if there really is, but but you know what I'm saying. It's like it's got that 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 structure of a pop song with a death metal overlay and and it kind of lays out that way i think i think they do what they're doing without that structure and do it in a more nebulous kind of fashion yeah, yeah i mean yeah, it's funny words. it's like you listen to amana marth and you're like they're pining for like the ocean or they're pining for you know to get back on the boat whatever it is you know or the battle and then you listen to bullycore and it's like they're pining for a dead girlfriend or something you well, know they're, I mean? tell, they're telling a story if you look at the lyrics of the like they put a lyric video out for their last one of that uh, what to the smoke of many fires or something like that. And I was reading the lyrics to it. And if you, if you look at, they're telling a story, they're doing what they're doing. The same thing. Amana Martha is. They're telling a story about the man on the river, the sickness that flows down the river from the death that is above and all this. So it's like, it's kind of similar because they're telling sort of this, uh, you know, stories with their songs, which I really dig that. So, but it's, it's just a different layout. It's a different structure and it's a different area of the world. So they're telling different stories, which is kind of cool too. Yeah, that's good. Imagine if like nails did like a, a, a <laughs> an album. Can of they like, do it in thirty five seconds? I don't know if they could. <laughs> what kind of what kind of story are you going to tell in thirty five seconds? Man, instead of just being "I'm pissed," you know, which is typical nails, you know, if not in lyric, definitely in uh, instrumental sentiment. Uh, you know, you know, there's no concept albums coming out of nails. You know, no, by no means. And their new record is still like probably one of my favorites of the year i would have to say uh but you, it's an ep <laughs> technically no let's, it's not let's let's, let's get let's get you know let's get honest here I well mean, then, I, the bellicor, I appreciate- then the bellicor is like a quadruple album so yeah. if we're gonna go that route i mean if we're going yeah. by time like sheer time spent uh, on music then yeah it's, it's an ep it's like 21 minutes long I think yeah, yeah I think it's like twenty one. It's like twenty one total for the Nails album, and there's like a nine minute song at the back end of it. 
uh, the yeah. outro is like nine minutes or something like that. So it's and like, nobody's listening to that except for <laughs> uh, somebody at Decibel Magazine listened to that song and went, you know, hey, this is a good track or whatever. But then uh, uh, Dean Brown, who's another Decibel writer, and and we referenced him an episode or two ago because he plugged uh, um, oh, Asteroid. Uh, uh, Astronoid, yeah. So kudos to him, but he basically said, "Hey, look, that last tune is a cover tune. So call a spade a spade. It's a EP plus a cover tune, which he's kind of right, you know." But then uh, Nails got upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I it, it was funny because I was on. I forgot I was reading somebody's. Uh, I, you know, I follow every, all the metal journalists. Kind of all follow each other on Twitter and on Facebook and all that stuff. And I saw somebody post something about it being such a weird day for metal for metal media and i had just gotten home like at 11 midnight or something like that i was like what the fuck happened today that i missed i was like i must have missed something i went back and started to fold back through some of the comments and go what the hell and i read back through the thread that that uh you're referencing there with dean and i was like what the fuck just happened because apparently what you're talking about like he called out some writer for uh, missing that that was a cover song, which then the band Nails called him out for being wrong about that because it's te- it's not a cover. The last song is not a cover song. Like there's this whole semantics problem about what well, is a last song on a record or not. I yeah, think sort weird. of. Nails is doing the same thing with that song that they did with the album. You know, they they call it an outro when it's the song, the same way that they called it an album when it's actually an EP. You know, yeah. that's 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 how it's going. So, then, but before you know it, there's like bullying going on, and I'm gonna beat you up. Why don't you come to my show and yeah, know, sort of stuff. And, ultimately, it boils down to hey, oh, fuck you, pussy. Ah, oh, fuck you, pussy. Ah, oh, fuck you, pussy. You know, it's like oh, god damn it, really? Uh, have we gone that far down the rabbit hole? Apparently, we have. It was this intolerance, you know, just like, first of all, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't characterize the idea of like calling out a writer for, you know, not mentioning that this song is a cover. I, I wouldn't call that intolerance. But for the sake of argument, let's say it's intolerance. And then there's Nails being intolerant of that intolerance. And then there's other people who are intolerant of Nails being intolerant of this writer being intolerant of another writer not mentioning that it's a cover to him. I mean, it's... It, you it's use the word the same. bitch and pussy as a pejorative, so that means yeah. that that's going to be, you know, you're being misogynistic when you use those words that way. Yeah, oh, true. God, here we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all goes down the fucking rabbit hole. Which then feeds into the article in Decibel about the, uh, in Decibel magazine about, uh, uh, there was like a professor uh, saying that uh, he didn't, he doesn't like the social justice warrior movement inside metal. Uh, the uh, the uh, let's see the t- headline is guest commentary. It's uh, does the underground metal scene really have a social justice warrior problem? Uh, written by Jeffrey Pedoshin, uh, Ph.D. and associate professor of business organizations and society at Franklin and Marshall College. Uh, yeah, with that kind of credit, you know, this is one of those reminders that like, you know, like somebody who's got like all these letters at the end of their name. It doesn't mean that they're actually smart. <laughs> you know, because it, it's so intimidating when you say, oh, PhD and, you know, for work for this fancy college and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you, you walk away going from, well, geez, I can't get in a discussion with that guy because he's smart, you know, but eh, not so much. It's sort of that reminder that, you know, some people are just good at taking tests, you know? Well, and, and two, I mean, when you're also talking about, and, and I think um, when, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, when Shane, 
uh, Mathis uh, from um, uh, from Metal Injection and um, Full Metal uh, Hipster. Full Metal Hipster. Uh, he kind of took him on as well. Kind of referenced a lot of that stuff in that in that you know this is. Uh, his his the guy's retort to him, to Shane was basically you know it's like hey this is just an editorial you know blah 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 this is somebody who doesn't write this shit very often who's not really thinking about that he just had this idea and kind of wrote three paragraphs about it and didn't really realize the firestorm that he was going to create uh, by not really analyzing what was going on or what has been going on so it's somebody who's not. Uh, doesn't seem to be privy to the fact that this is a conversation that has been started years ago and been driving people insane for several years. And now you're just adding fuel to the fire. So if all right. So if if this guy is upset because uh, he believes that the social justice warriors in metal are uh, too upset. <laughs> about people in the metal world who are singing songs and doing things uh, to communicate that they're upset with another community. I mean, it's just it's it's stupid on top of stupid on top of stupid on top. And then yeah, I'm going to say it right now. I'm intolerant of people being intolerant of people being intolerant of people being intolerant. <laughs> well, I, see, I mean, that's what, that's not, what I, I'm going to be the first one to do that. That's this is my go. I've I've gone meta. This right. is my welcome. Welcome to my bandwagon, people. I'm going to set up my show, and I'm not going to allow anybody who's upset about somebody being upset about somebody being upset. I'm. I'm this is mine. This it's wormhole here. that's opening up in the circle pit of every metal show now <laughs> is starting to fucking make me make me go crazy because I just don't think I understand any of this anymore. I mean, I really don't because I think I think. I, I think now we're we're analyzing words to the point where it's driving everything just batty, you know, because I know that I'm not supposed to grab a chick's ass at a show, right? I know that's wrong. I know that I'm not supposed to talk down to women at a show. I know that I'm not supposed to punch people in the face just because they look funny. Uh, I know that, I, you know, there are things that I know that I should do, and there's things that I know that I shouldn't do, right? And, and most of that's pretty much common sense. And most metal people that if you do something that you're not supposed to do, put your hand in the wrong place, they're going to fucking tell you to get your fucking hand out of that place that it's not supposed to be, and you're going to get their hand in your face. You know, like those things seem to answer themselves pretty quickly. So I don't but, quite understand then, the analysis. But then the next level is that you don't know that you shouldn't be playing down or Pantera on NoControlRadio.com. I mean, if it's a band, if it's a band that is a white supremacist band, I'm going to probably pull that shit off of there. You know, I mean, straight up, it's like, but yeah, I get, I get that part of it. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't understand what the where where the limits are. I don't know. I don't get it anymore because I think everything if that's the case, then do we just have to shut the whole thing down? The whole thing for me is that metal was all about, you know, it, it even comes down to the way that like you dance at a metal show. You don't dance with a partner. I mean, yeah, you can do that silly thing where you grab somebody's hands and you spin around in the mosh pit, right? But for the most part, like everybody's doing their own thing. It's a celebration of your individuality. Most of the great metal classics are all about we you know i'm i'm stronger than 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 anybody you know mm, and yeah. yes there's that whole like movement of like we are stronger together but we're stronger as a, a, coll a collection of individuals so this idea that we all have to agree on how we do something in this scene is ridiculous to me we're everybody's going to have different opinions and different 
spaces and, and places where they put their line and 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 don't go beyond it and you know what beyond that there's going to be a, a bunch of like contradictions and stuff that each of us as individuals are going to do you know i am going to throw on pantera because that stuff is good am i going to play super joint ritual eh, i can probably go without it you know so all right i won't play super joint ritual you know what i mean yeah no i agree with that uh, and i don't know like i said i'm just kind of i'm at the i'm at the point where i'm just kind of confused and and it almost makes me kind of want to shut down on it. You know, it's like I just don't I I because I, I wanted to respond to some of the stuff. Right. I wanted to re, like respond to tweets, thought about getting into discussion with it. I actually had typed up a, a response to something on somebody else's page. And I was like, this, and then I was like, you know, I don't think I even want to fucking get into this argument. I don't I just don't know that I even want to uh, even want to broach it because it's like. I get why people are angry at this guy because he basically sound you know he's using like total words that are going to set people off like scene tourist you know social justice warrior obviously is a fucking trigger for for people now you know yeah, that sh- doesn't even mean anything it's just a way to shut down the argument yeah you know? exactly it's just you know I can't wrap my head around it and I don't know if it's because I've tried for so long and I feel like it's. I don't think it's a systemic problem because I feel like it is what you're talking about. I think we're all individuals in this collective together. Like we're all part of the family. And then if you see some asshole who's like the fucking drunk uncle, you kick the drunk uncle out. You you, you, yeah. say, you let him go. Everybody bands together and goes later. You know, I, li- I, I like the fact that there's a lot of arguing about it. I mean, thank God there's a bunch of arguing about it. It means that there's a topic that people feel strongly about. I dig that. But at the same time, you know, I think that should a, a festival be paying a band of Nazis to play Nazi music to, uh, you know, a bunch of people who are from many cultures and, and, and you know, genders, etc., uh, no, I don't. I don't think that's right. I don't think they should. Now, as individuals, the promoters are allowed to do whatever they want, but they also have to deal with the fact that a bunch of people are going to be like, "I'm not going to support that." Yeah. And I think that that's good. And you know what? If you love quote unquote underground metal, because at this point, I don't think there is an underground. There's so little money out there. It doesn't. You know. Well, and with the internet, right? everything is above ground anyway exactly too and but you know like you should love the fact that your favorite nazi band is not allowed to play your least favorite festival because now you can put a bunch of those nazi bands together and you can do your own little underground quote-unquote nazi metal band festival and now look at the crowd that you're hanging with you want that you know well it's the crowd of people that are of of like mind and don't have any they're not going to challenge your views on anything you know, yeah, and a bunch of a bunch of Trump supporters standing around going, "Well, I'm not racist." Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's just self reinforcing, and I and I think that's what we, I think that that's what I'm afraid of actually happening in this case is that everybody gets so scared of of being that that guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that they start to split. It starts to splinter into. I'm not going to even go there. I'm not going to even talk about this. It's going to sh- start shutting people down because if they say, because to me, I want those people to voice their opinions. I want to know that they that this is a Nazi band. I want to know that these guys are white supremacists. I want to know that that these guys hate women. I want to know that they're misogynist. I want to know I want to know these things. Like I and I wish I, I wish somebody had told me that Phil Anselmo was a Nazi before we interviewed him twice. I <laughs> well, had no idea. Well, and I but I feel that everybody has the right to that opinion. Like if that's if you want to have that opinion in your in your life and all that stuff. But it's like a lot of people said about this is like you're more than welcome to have your opinion, but now you've got to be ready to have bullets 
bullet bullet holes put in it, you know, have it shot down because that's the whole thing with freedom of speech is that you can say whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to yell back at you or they're going to disagree with you. It's a, and, that, and that goes both ways. Yeah, totally. You know, if, if you're a Nazi band, be prepared. A bunch of people are going to complain about the fact that you're a Nazi band. If you're complaining about a Nazi band, be prepared. There's going to be a bunch of people calling you names like social justice warrior. And if you're calling people social justice warrior, be prepared because people are going to shout at you for being a Nazi. So, you know, what the hell? You know, it, it, that's what, how it flows. It's how it goes. But it, enjoy it. But then there's this whole argument about the about the idea idea that metal isn't dangerous anymore you know like um, it's all all that's, that's gone stupid you and know. you know why that's stupid is because back when you know uh uh deicide were putting out songs singing about killing yourself for satan back then that was shocking and it was progressive it was it was awesome and you know thank thank goodness it exists right one of the great metal albums of all time nowadays when you say something racist sexist probably most of it most of the satanic stuff etc it's not shocking it's not interesting it's not progressive it's conservative it's already been done so come up with something new yeah <laughs> yeah but that something new is going to be so uh evil and grotesque at the same time you know i don't know do we want to see that <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. uh, uh, hook, hook me uh, up what the hell just happened i'm not well, understand What's that? Uh, the, uh, uh, the band that uh, just did the song about killing Trump. Um, oh, uh, Brujeria. Yeah, Brujeria, and it's like Brujeria. I, I, that's 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 awesome and 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 cool and funny and you know the whole thing. Now there's a guy who you know tried to grab a gun and shoot him, and if he'd been successful, we all be like, ah, yeah, that Brujeria song is a little bit too much, but you know it's. <laughs> until that happens it's cool <laughs> <laughs> well okay well you, you know and and i get what a lot of people have been doing is that they, they've been like taking this guy's guest commentary and just like tearing it apart as far as an argument is concerned right and i and i'm terrible at fucking actually you know putting together a, a valid argument in a lot of cases uh and that's part of the reason why i'm just you know try to act in the right way for the most part you know try to be cool uh, and, and and write it, but uh, I I don't know. I just I just don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know anymore. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. The easy way to do it is just listen to me. I'll tell you. <laughs> no, oh God, no. <laughs> oh no. That's that's no, that's gonna get us all in trouble. That's uh. Oh, man, uh the world be an awesome place. I'm telling you. Speak first. Ask questions later. Wait, no. Uh, this is not the way we need it at all. But I mean, I don't know. I don't think we can answer this question, and I, I think we've been trying for a long time. You uh, mean we? I just did answer the question. You didn't answer shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just said it's all good, man. It's all good. Yell at each other. Take an opinion. You know, and be and and be confident in that opinion until somebody gives you some evidence that you're wrong. And at that point, then question yourself. But the problem that, is, is I think that everybody thinks they're right. Like everybody thinks they're right. And well, no, they're wrong. And I'm everybody right. is fucking wrong. And then, and, and, and no. you know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's what I'm saying. It's like every and everybody thinks that they're going to be right and have enough people, at least in their f for group of friends on Facebook that are going to support them and whatever they say. It doesn't. And I'm not saying like one way or another about anything. This can go for whatever the opinion is. 
you know, the sky is green instead of instead of blue. You know, you can have enough of your friends that are like, yeah, preach on. Yeah, go for it. That you've got this confidence about it. And those people believe you that you're going to keep pursuing that, whether you're right, wrong or otherwise. No, people aren't listening with an open mind anymore. And I think that's the 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 part that is the most painful to watch with a lot of this stuff is because nobody's nobody's taking other people's opinions into consideration in a lot of cases. And that's the scary part. Like a, yeah, you're starting to sound like a, a, a Nazi metal apologist. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, you're like, you're like, oh, you know, come on, man. You just got to listen to it and consider it and consider that maybe some people have different opinions from you. So, you know, I, I, so I'm going to play, you know, a Nazi well, song on, on No Control Radio. You know, well, there, there, there are reasons why things are wrong, right? I mean, it, it, there are there are clear lines in certain cases. Uh, racism, bad. OK, sexism, bad. Those are pretty, pretty bright lines for the most part. But I think some of these other little nuanced pieces of arguments that are in there, you know, having opinions about things and being, you know, and I I think that those are a little more granular than a lot of people want to admit. And it's not as bright line as some of those other things. And that's where we get hung up and nobody is willing to listen to anybody. So are you suggesting there should be like a Mexit? It would be like <laughs> part of the metal community leaves the metal community Whoa. <laughs> to do their own thing. Whoa. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? That'd be, that, that would be kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> that's what black metal like a, is, isn't it? Didn't, uh, uh, yeah, but they, 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 nobody's going to let them go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, too late. Uh, now nah, we'll just uh, come out with another Def Heaven record and we'll just incorporate you guys. Sorry, we're pulling yep. you in. Drag, yeah. I'll pull you back in. You're screwed now. Oh, did you see that new Ghost Bath video? Uh, I did. Yeah, they don't look yeah, Chinese to me. They don't look Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I could have I could have swore, you know, but I don't know. Uh, I, then All right, let's let, let's let's close this out, man. This was a good one. This how do we? Go, I mean, but did we actually answer anything? Did we come up with anything yeah. that's, uh, that's real there? I don't know. Of course, yeah. Uh, maybe. You know, don't play down in Super Joint Ritual. Yeah, but you can play Pantera, and you know everything else is good. Oh, and we need to fix something from the last episode, actually, because, you know, we were pointed out on Instagram uh, that our railing on uh, what's his name? Benji from uh, Skindred uh, for being racist was not actually um, at the Metal Hammer Awards. Uh, he was racist to baby metal on stage at the Kerrang Awards. We need to make sure everything we need to make sure that that's clarified because, you know, we want to make sure that we got our facts straight with that and and he pointed it out on instagram to us i want to make sure that that's that's right pretty good reminder that we're not a news program by (laughs) (laughs) and that was our failed attempt at being social justice warrior so we were gonna we're just gonna stop that shit from now on uh, but hey, at least he got his attention. Right? That's what you get for <laughs> tweeting everybody. Hey, make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. That way you don't have to worry about getting it. You can have it come right to you. Now, if you want to go get it, metalsucks.net every single Monday. That's where you can go and you can find it in the podcast page. You find all the old ones. So you can go there. You can download it directly to your device or whatever. Like I said, just subscribe to those other things. And if you do, uh, leave us a couple of stars. Tell us we suck. We appreciate it. Tell your friends about it and all that good stuff. You can find us on social media on uh, the Twitter box. I'm at Bearded Ape. 
I'm at Godless Speaks, Godless Speaks on Facebook and Spotify. Instagram, I'm. Uh, we are at Chuck and Godless and also on Patreon.com slash Chuck and Godless or ChuckandGodless.com. Uh, you can find us there and support us in multiple different ways. Uh, yeah, I got the debut episode of um, uh, Raised Godless is up right now for our Patreon supporters who give a dollar or more a month. If you are a supporter... Any comments you can put up there? I'd appreciate. It. I've recorded three episodes so far. I just want to know whether it, it you know, it's something people are into or not. You know, so hook me up. And then you can also, of course, get like the show early, a couple days early. Usually, uh, when we post it on Mondays, you'll get it like Saturday, Sunday ish uh, over the weekend. Whenever I get through editing, putting it all together, so you get it early and some other cool stuff uh, that hopefully we'll have coming down the pipe at some point for our Patreon people. So thanks to all of our early adopters. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Until next week. I am Chuck. And I'm Godless. And this is another Metal Sucks podcast. Listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com.